Hello, baddies. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome back to the Book Baddies podcast. The podcast where two besties discuss everything books. You're joining us for episode three, where we will be reviewing book one of the famous A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. Is that how you say your last name? Moss? I think so. You really don't know. <laughs> it's either Moss or Mass. I feel like it might Praise be Mass. Praise the Lord. Am I right? Happy Sunday. <laughs> we love Mass. Psych. We don't go to church. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lisa. Let's skip that one. However, I am drinking wine. Ooh. <laughs> Good thing you all cannot see Lisa right now. <laughs> Um, anyway, welcome back, everyone. Yes, well, we are very excited to get into this book. But before we do, I just want everyone to know that I am still reading A Court of Wings and Ruin. <laughs> and I, I just have not been reading. You know how, like, work has been for me? Yeah. It's been, it's still, like, so draining. So I really want to get through it. I really want to get through you it. Will. I will. You will. Um, I will. I finally finished the blue planet aliens porn book (laughs) the alien porn book yes um amazing plot holes a million plot negative 10 um but smut unmatched and well you will hear some of those scenes when we have our ranking smut scenes episode oh my god um i thought it was so funny you gave it a negative 10 that's hilarious uh, i mean i if you if anyone out there needs smut it's for you it's basically fanfic you know but there were so many plot holes i guess there's more books too and i'm like about what (laughs) (laughs) who's the author Oh, I don't know. I probably should know. But oh, yeah, I'll fill cares? everyone in next time. <laughs> you should know so that you can tell people not to read it. Yeah, facts. Well, Probably. unless they're really horny, then for sure read it. Well, then do it. Yeah, go for it. I'm not going to judge. Well, what are you going to read next? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm on the seventh yeah. book of Zodiac Academy or sixth book. Oh, so I should okay. probably get back to that. But I'm a book behind on my yearly goals. So I think I need to read like a short book to get myself back up before starting like an 800 page book I honestly think I'm like four books behind oof oh no it's been it's been so bad but I feel like once I finish this one like you know how you get into like funks and you don't read Mm -hmm. and then you read and then you don't stop reading so I just need one of those you know for sure yeah what is it you know okay after after you're done with wings and ruin i'm sure you'll read a bunch of like short romance novels to get you through well after wings and ruin is that little blue novella oh and then a court of silver flames yeah so i think i yeah i want to finish the series before i start anything else but then yes i think i'm going to read like some single books to like get me through yeah and before I start another series because that's like intense yeah series take a lot of time lots yeah. and lots of time did did your goodreads tell you how far behind you were yeah I'm four behind oh okay so I've read 18 out of 36 books so I have four months to read 18 books Ooh. oh all that right is- <laughs> That is literally crazy. Every week we will check in with you, see how you're going along. I think I'm like, 
I mean, I'm only one book behind, but I think my goal's 35. You're kind of a bitch for that, by the way. You just had to want to be by one book in your goal. Yeah, but I'm obviously not going to do it. Wow. Shady. Okay, okay. But mark my words, everyone. By the next time we record another episode, I will be done with A Court of Wings and Ruin. Okay? I think you can I maybe even get halfway through that little blue book. Oh, I could read that in a day yeah. if I want. That one's a little baby book. It is a little baby book. So I was I was gonna say something and I forgot what I was gonna say, and I'm bummed. Anyway, I ordered like seven books on um last week off of Barnes and Noble, and those are coming either tomorrow or Tuesday. So I'll do a little book haul on our story so everyone can see yes. what I'm reading. Please do. So oh, I remember what I was going to say. I saw this TikTok of this girl who turned her books around so you couldn't see the spines and then let like Google, you know how it will pick like a random number. Mm-hmm. And then I just go like one, two, three, four, five, six, if it lands on six. And then I read that book. Oh, that's kind of fun. I feel like that's a good way to do that because there are probably books that I'll prioritize before others and then if I keep buying books I'll just never get to those other books yeah so I feel like that's a good way that is so I think I'm going I think I'm going to do that all right let us know how it goes I should probably do that too I I have so many unread books on my bookshelf and I just read the hottest new piece that comes in you know exactly so as you keep buying more books like you're not going to get to those lonely little forgotten books (laughs) gotta pour one out for those guys (laughs) Pour one out for the forgotten books of last year that we never got to. Oh, um, Another thing I want to say mm-hmm. is, you, you know, our friend Blake, mm-hmm. he came into my office at school the other day and he's like, hear me out. And I was like, okay. And he goes, your listeners are book baddies and you guys are book daddies. <gasps> oh my God. Wait, I love that. Blake, you're I a genius. I love it too. freaking genius. I know. <laughs> I was like, no, stop. I love that. Oh my gosh. I'm a book daddy all day, every day. Absolutely. I'm a book daddy. So look at us. Look at us. Um, should we jump into the non-spoiler part of this podcast? Do it. All right. So for those of you who haven't read, um, you know, A Court of thorns and roses um this first little part we're just going to give you a general overview we'll let you know when the spoilers start because we don't want to ruin it for you um but for those of you that don't know it's written by sarah j moss hopefully that is how you say her name um it's a i think it's marketed as a young adult fantasy romance i know later in the series it's definitely not young adult that is crazy but i think this first book was and i was reviewing it 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 is significantly less smutty than the other books, but I don't know. I was reading some other stuff like on Goodreads and listening to other podcasts and they were all saying it was like marketed YA. So, okay. It might be less smutty, but it's like pretty like descriptive of some things. Yeah. So of like killing and yeah, just be mindful. If you're a young listener, first of all, we cuss a lot. What are you doing on here? But get, off of get, here. get the F out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, just be mindful of that. Um, check with your mommy or daddy or parent um, if it's okay. <laughs> I'm 
otherwise, mommy go, go for daddy it. first. Um, <laughs> and then uh, a little bit about Sarah J. Moss because I love knowing the authors. But dude, she's sold over 12 million copies of this book and it's been translated into 37 languages. I think that's absolutely insane. That girl has to be making bank. And I think I saw a TikTok that showed how much money she's making per month based off just her Amazon like sells. And I want to oh say God. like it was an absurd amount. I should, oh, I'll share it on our Instagram if I find it again. But oh, I would be, I would kill to be her. She's making bank off of. Well, then I think they're making a show. Yeah, I think so. About this series. And I just ordered, um, what is it called? Her Crescent City series, which is only two books. Yeah. But I've heard it's good. And you said you have them. Yeah, I have them and um, didn't finish Crescent City, the first book, but I was just coming out of this series that we're about to go over. Mm. And I could not go back through the world building process right away. I needed a palette cleanser for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I also yeah. tried her Throne of Glass series. Similar thing. I had just come off of this Red Crescent City. Didn't I couldn't do it. I was like, maybe Throne of Glass. I want that same euphoric feeling I had with the Court of Thorns and Roses. And mm-hmm. could not get through it. So I'm going to give both another try because I own like the first three books of Throne of Glass and both books of Crescent City. So I've got to but yeah, I would need a palate cleanse too. Cause it'd be hard to like switch. Right. And like, di- like disassociate everything from a court of thorns and roses and like that world and like what you imagine it to be. And then imagine a whole new one. Right. Uh-huh. And just like, can do that. Getting used to the characters and their relationships. Like, ugh. Eh. but, um, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, this is a book about fairies and humans and magical world is fantasy. It's great. I loved it. I think I rated the first book a four out of five. And then every book after was like a five out of five for me. And I think the overall Goodreads rating from like everyone was like 4.19. So it's a read. It's a big read. I rated it a four out of five. And then I rated the second one, which I'm forgetting the name of it, um, a a five out of five. Yeah. Because it's amazing. But this first one, I like grabbed it off my bookshelf just in case I need to like refer and I just, like, already felt so nostalgic about it. And I wish I could, like, go back and read it for the first time again. I'm, like, so, almost so sad I started the series. I know. It's heartbreaking. Wanna... <laughs> oh, my God. It really is. It's so good. But I can always read it again. Yes. So. And if you end up reading Good. this, come back and listen to the rest of this episode and hear our thoughts on yes. the rest of the book. Otherwise, log off right now because shit's about to get spoiled and... You don't want it to. You want to enjoy the ride. So. You really do. So here come the spoilers. If you haven't read this book, we'll see you next week. If you don't mind spoilers, that's fucking weird, but okay. (laughs) Listen in. Have have fun. Um, (laughs) So the first thing I want to say, which like really isn't a spoiler, but when I picture the fairies, I picture Bowser. (laughs) Like. (laughs) What? Like, I have, like, a really hard time picturing them, like, looking even semi like a regular human being. Because, you know, like, they look, they can, like, morph into, like, fairies with their wings and shit. And they can look like literal beasts. But then they look like a regular, I don't want to say person because they're not. But, like, kind of normal. So I either picture, like, literally beast from Beauty and the Beast 
or Bowser, literally yeah. from fucking Mario. And the, if I want, if I want to break that, I have to look up fan art and be like, okay, this is what Tamlin looks like. This is what Lucian looks like. This is what Favor looks like. It's well, okay, Favor obviously has looked like a human for me since the beginning, but Lucian, I literally picture as Bowser. <laughs> like like a dead ass monster oh my god no and so i'm like no lisa no like they kind of look like they like resemble regular features why bowser why i don't know i think he has like red hair dude bowser's like what isn't he a turtle like yeah but like look up bowser and tell me like that doesn't look no, like that looks nothing like anyone in this book at all. But what you said about the beast, like that is correct because it's literally um, this first book is a Beauty and the Beast retell. Yeah, actually, think about it. She killed. So the book starts off with her killing the wolf, which happens to be a fairy who's a part of the Spring Court, which is why Tamlin, the love interest, comes and grabs her from the human world. And forces her to spend the rest of her life in his kingdom. And he's a beast, right? And he has a curse, oh. the masks. And only love can take away that curse of the mask. Amazing. Yeah. So it's literally a beauty and the beast. Is your mind blown right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm also now looking up pictures of Lucien. Is Lucian's kind of hot. Yeah. All the men Absolutely. are hot. Except, except I thought he was such a huge fucking dick at first. Like when she was like, this is how you, he was like, this is how you catch a cereal. Yeah. And like basically left her to die. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were kind of shitty towards Feyre, but you know, all right, let's start from the beginning. Let's, let's backtrack a bit. Okay. Because. Okay. We're backtracking. <sighs> Obviously, it starts off with Feyre with her shit-ass dad and sisters who do jack shit. I mean, Elaine, I feel like she's so pure that it is kind of hard to hate Elaine. Love her. But her father, like, come on. Do better. Be better. Deadbeat. Deadbeat dad. The fucking worst. All-time worst. The only thing he did that was right was when Feyre was getting kidnapped by a beast, he was like, don't come back. Go. Never come back. Like, that was the best thing he could have done because, like, her life was hell. Nesta, okay, I put page 14 because I wrote, I hate her. She's an absolute bitch. But, you know, she went through trauma. And then I was, like, rereading some stuff. And on page 14, after Feyre comes back with the wolf and all of this shit, like, Feyre almost died out there, like haunted food for her family for the next fucking couple weeks. And Nesta goes, you stink like a pig covered in its own filth. Can you at least try to pretend that you're not an ignorant peasant? Like, oh, I'm sorry. Your sister just it would be fucking provided food for you. So you wouldn't fucking starve you bitch. It would be on site. <laughs> I'd be it like, would be on I'd site. I'd be like, get the fuck out. I provide for this family. You are no longer staying here. Get the fuck out. I'd be like, you know what? You can't eat any of this. Oh my gosh. It was Bye, awful. So, so bad. And, and she said, I hate chopping wood. I always get splinters. <sighs> oh my God. I know. Had her chop the wood just to cook the food. I mean, they were horrible. I honestly think the best thing that could have ever happened to Feyre was getting kidnapped by a beast. Like, 
A hundred, hundred and ten fucking percent. Forced self-care. And not only that, but it was probably the best thing that happened to their family. Mm-hmm. Because they then provided for the family while Pharaoh was gone. Right. Oh, that's right. They were, like, rich and... They were rich as hell. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's kind of when I fell in love with Tamalin as a character. When he reassured Feyre that her family was safe and were well beyond provided for. I was like, oh my gosh, like, that is so sweet. And I just loved their slow burn. I know I'm contradicting myself from last episode. Because last episode, I was like, I hate slow burns. But, like, I love slow burns (laughs) in fantasy because there's so much other shit going on. So there's that stuff to true. fill. There's stuff to fill. But in a romance book, when it's slow burn, you're like, I don't fucking care about their daily lives. Why am I reading? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's actually so true. And it killed me this slow burn because like I knew where it was going. Like I knew that was who she'd fall in love with just because I've seen like memes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I knew that that was kind of like the premise. So I was like, when's it going to happen? And it doesn't happen till like, chapter 19 or something yeah it takes its time that also pharaoh's a cougar yeah yeah she is tamlin's like what 500 oh a thousand she's not a cougar (laughs) cougar means you're older and go for younger men no it's not bruh is it isn't that a cradle a a a cradle robber (laughs) <laughs> a female, oh no you're right a female cougar is a term used to describe older women who uses the same predatory sexual tendencies as men including no, focusing uh, on members of the opposite sex who are much younger than she is okay okay then what is Feyre? Feyre is someone who's a victim of predatory behavior probably I mean, <laughs> he's like 500 years old favorite is a victim like straight up but in all aspects of her life but i mean she's into it she loves tamlin i mean i would be i also loved the spring court like how it's described like all the flowers and just like i had such a good visualization of it i don't even care if it's mm-hmm. right in my mind it was Me so too. beautiful so it was Gorgina in my mind, like lots of pink and white and green and everything was glittering and sparkling. Yes. And she's looking out over the castle on into the garden. Yeah. And there's and there's workers in white who are plucking fresh flowers and planting new ones. Right. You know, I would love to be kidnapped by Beast. I would. Sure. sure. Any day. And honestly, the food sounds good, too. Yeah, honestly, it was all a W for me. Other than, like, some of the creatures were really fucking scary. Mm, the, the bogey. The bogey, the naga. The naga. That one scared me. Yeah. The one covered in oh dark scales. I was like, she has to die right now. I thought that, like, every single time. Four of them? Dead. <laughs> She's a survivor. Time and time again. I'm a survivor. I'm gonna give up. I'm not gonna stop up. I'm gonna work harder. All right. <laughs> Love that, Lisa. Anyway, just a little acapella solo Slay. for Lisa. <laughs> um, I also really liked, some people were like kind of hating on the world building as amateur-like, but I thought, like, how do you say it? Prithrin? Prithrin? Prithian? Yeah, it was sick. Like the different lands. I think it's sick. And I was telling Ross, I was like, 
Ross, I'm reading my first book that has a map in it. Because, like, all of his fantasy books have a map. So I feel, like, really official reading a book with a map. It does have a map. I do love, like, the visualization. I always look at it, too. Like, when I start a book, I'll be like, oh, my gosh. Or, like, if they're traveling, books where they travel from, like, different areas, I will, like, stop where I'm at and go, okay, where the fuck do they just go? It is really helpful. It is. Look at the spring court all the way down there. Yeah, that's wild. Right by the wall. That's crazy, honestly. Under the mountain, bitch. That place is hell. (sighs) Amarantha? How do you say her name? Amarantha? Yeah. Evil. Fucking horrible. Pure evil. I will say, though, I am such a fan of strong female villains. Like, I love female villains way better than douchebag male ones. I think she was so sick, but also, like, horrible. Like, we hated her. She was the worst. I hate her. I put, she's a scary bitch. <laughs> she is scary. Because she, she is. Like, what, like, has no soul, all because your sister was stupid as fuck and couldn't see that she was getting used by a human. Right. That's her own like, damn fault. wake up, sis. Right. Yeah. They, like, they really made their stop. problems everyone's problems, and that <laughs> is not fair. <laughs> it's just really not, like, Amarantha, you need therapy, sister. Well, you're dead now, yeah. so. Rip. Mm. But I want to I wanna talk about her more at the Rip. end where we see a bunch of her, but before, bro. True, true, did you Do you remember what I'm going to call the fuck night? Where everyone, it's like the. Pe- Cal and I? Yeah, where <laughs> they. Where they all get that horny, is the fuck night. and there's all women lining up for Tamlin. <laughs> and then whoever's left just gets to be fucked by all the other men in the court. <laughs> it is the fuck Dude, night. Yes. The fuck night. Yeah. Mostly because I can't say Cal in my or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> what chapter is that? 193 is the page, I think. But that's when we first meet Reese. Which I found out that's how you pronounce his name. Reese Lind. Reeseland, Reese. There's no L in his name, bro. It is not Reese. It is Reese. Ew. No, it's not. It's Rice. <laughs> it's Reese. How did you find out it was Reese? Listening Reese? to like all three different podcasts, and they all talked about how they also didn't know it was Reese. How'd they know? Um, probably listen to the Cite audio your source. Cite your source. Oh. Yeah. So we'll no. It's honestly, it's I'm too far gone. It's rice and rice and. <laughs> I also call them rice leading up to this podcast. It's rice it is like in my Reese. Mind. That, that makes him sound like a fuck boy. I know Reese. he's a ten, but his name is Reese Six. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <by> immediate four. <laughs> um, but also I I pronounced her name Fair until. I think in the second book or the end of the first one, like it had the pronunciation in parentheses for something. And then it was Feyre. Yes. When I was rereading, so, I saw that and I was like, wow, Sarah Jane Moss was smart for doing that. Cause I was, I mean, facts. definitely saying her name wrong too. Yeah. And Feyre, I guess I learned this from another podcast and I'm going to like say those podcasts at the end. Cause they're pure a court of thorns and roses, but they told the listeners that Feyre literally means pretty fairy or like beautiful fairy so like it was foreshadowing 
for anyone that knew that Feyre meant true. that, but I didn't. Also, speaking of foreshadowing, so I was reading, like, a summary of, like, each chapter just to, like, skim over. And the person who um, was writing it said, Feyre was the youngest child, only eight at the time. Her mom asked her to make a promise to look after her family. She still doesn't understand why her mother made her promise and not her father. So I don't know if that means anything. I don't know if you know if that means anything, but I was like, oh, okay. I wonder if like that ever comes into play. Like if she, if her mother knew. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to look at your face. No, I actually don't know. So I'm going to have to like do some digging now. It's been, first of all, I should say it's been forever since I read the series. I read it last year. So I've had to do a lot of like rereading and stuff, but back to the fuck night. Um, I really liked how we met Reese that way where he came in, but I wanted to say something that I'm hoping some listener will be able to know and connect. So he, he sees her basically about to get assaulted by those three men. If you remember those three fairies. Yes. And he goes, I've been looking for you and like basically saves her. That is exactly how house moving castle, my anime studio Ghibli. Like that is how, how, saves her Sophie he literally goes I've been looking for you before she's about to get assaulted and I'm like is Sarah J Moss a Studio Ghibli fan like this is this is on par and I just noticed today but I loved that I was like oh my god and then he's a dick and then we meet him and he's an oh my god I know but so I love how like reading the summary I was like making those connections I'm like Yes, that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. And like putting everything like back after reading the next couple books. Oh my gosh, it was just so fun. Yeah. And it was fun to read the summary again because like I get kind of confused with the plot sometimes. I'm like, how do we get here? There's a lot going on. Yeah. Why is Jurian this? Like, how did what's Clithia? Clithia? Like Clit. Um, <laughs> but Clithia. Um, so that I just thought. I thought that was really, it was really fun. And yes. I found myself, I found myself squealing a little. Oh, we love fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> I have one last thing to say about fuck night that I found from Skimming. Yes. Um, it's on page 197. And he finds her and he ends up biting her. <laughs> I see it. Yeah, he didn't pierce my flesh, but rather bit to keep me pinned. And like she was so into it, but this just gave me like the old school like rar vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like like I cringed. I was like Ugh. But then but then he said don't ever disobey me again. <laughs> On my knees, instant. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Wait, at the very end, he... (laughs) Rarxd. At the end of the page, he growled once, low and frustrated and vicious, before prowling away. Girl. See, this is where I picture Bowser, like. (laughs) On all four. Can we just admit Feyre has a bestiality fetish? Like, 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 I mean, like, obviously. Like, come on. Yeah, she does. Yeah. I mean, she has daddy issues, I mean, she has whole family issues 
gosh, she just has, there's just a lot to unpack there, yeah. let's be honest. Oh, poor girl, though. I mean, I don't know. I also was into it, but now looking back, I'm like, he growled and bit her? Like, what is he, a literal animal? Like, the fuck? She loved it. Yeah, we love that for her. She loved it. Uh, because then she put on a dress the next morning and looked all nice. Yeah. She, what a simp. She was ready to get some was, ever since. What Farrah was a simp for Tamlin. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast, man. She's like... That's true. All for him. That's true. Um, And then... Yeah, go for it. And then she fucking goes home because yeah. Rice, and I forget... It's Rice. Goodbye. <laughs> and I forget why he does this, but puts that mutilated head on the statue. Yeah. Why'd he do that? Uh... I don't know. I forget. I can't remember. Because Amarantha. You're right, because Rice is his whore. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I just hated him so much. Yeah, he was the worst for that. I was like, why are you trying to do this? Let Pharaoh and Tamlin be in love, please. Because I was just a simp for Tamlin. Mm -hmm. Like, I, like, really stan Tamlin. Like, or... Yeah, stan him. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she goes home to, like, warn her family and tell them to get their shit situated. And I actually wrote down on page 272 a cute Nesta and Feyre moment. I do remember them having a couple where I was like, oh, maybe this bitch will come around. Yeah. Oh, my God. I loved this part. It said, so her and Nesta are talking and Nesta's like, don't come back, like, you know, there's nothing here, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're, they're having a decent moment. And then, um, probably because Nesta's rich now and is, like, back to her comfort, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Spoiled bitch. But Feyre thinks to herself and is like, no limits, I thought. There were no limits to what Nesta might do, what she might make of herself once she found a place to call her own, and I prayed I'd be lucky enough to see it someday. That made me just, like, Feyre is such a good younger sister, her two older sisters, she constantly cared for. And even in so her true. own thoughts, like she could have come back and been bitter, but she always prioritized her family. And even her sister, like she came back and was just believing in her and her capabilities and all the power that she had within. Like, I just thought that was such like a good testament to the type of character Feyre is and why I really love her as a character because she is really strong and like can be stubborn and like bitchy towards people when she wants to be, but she's also just so deeply caring about the ones that she loves. And I love that about her. Yeah, that is so true. Probably almost to a fault. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But, yeah. Yeah. So, but I do, I do appreciate how much she loves her sisters, even though, well, Elaine is just a delight. Yeah. Elaine's pure. She is. Elena's pure as heck. I do think she should have tried a little harder to be more supportive in the family, you know, but she just seems like aloof. That is true. She seems a little silly goofy. Yeah. She just, she just wants to have a nice soft life. <laughs> Who can blame her? Hey, don't we all? <laughs> right. Who can blame her? She doesn't want to chop wood. She doesn't want to hunt. Like yeah. me neither, sis. Me either. But me if neither. but if my younger sister was going out risking her life, I'd probably join her. <laughs> probably. Would you? Yeah, hundred p. 
I, I no, you know what? I'd be the one hunting. <laughs> no, you would not. I I would. I'd probably cry every time I had to take an animal's life, but I would do it. Would you? You think? Yeah. I come. I guess it'd be I like, come from Missouri. I, <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if you're like starving, yeah, you'd probably do some crazy shit. Hundred percent. That or whore myself out. One of the two. Hmm. That's a toss up. That is a toss up. <laughs> hmm. Depends, Depends on the on the person. Depends on the clientele around, I suppose. <laughs> mm, yeah, there's probably lots of good ones. Right around the corner. <laughs> and right around the corner in Feyre's village. Um, anyways, after she warns her family. My legs are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> On the leather Talking seat. about Tamlin growling. <laughs> I'm sweating. Oh. Uh, <laughs> after she warns her family, she heads to the mountain to save Tamlin. Alice takes yeah. her fucking no no she leaves her family to go back to tamlin yeah finds yes but then finds that everyone's gone and everything's destroyed oh yeah yeah she goes back to the to the the manor and everything looks like it was like fucked up and no one's there except alice is there and then she has the audacity to go under the to go under the mountain. Yeah, she does. She goes in there as Which a human. Which is just a death wish. That's a death wish, sister. Um, speaking of death, one of the most mortifying things I think of the whole book was Claire. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait. Yes. When her father was like, "Oh yeah, the batter or boudoir's residence." is up for sale their house burned down i literally i think i audibly gasped mm-hmm. i was just like no no like that was the saddest fucking thing and then when she gets to under the mountain and they describe oh, what yeah. claire's body looks like it oh, made me so sick oh my god it made me sick it made me absolutely sick yeah that- like her just just Oh. That's when this book like took like, a turn from like oh like low key fantasy to like oh absolute raging like this is hell. <laughs> oh, when they got to the, under the mountain, like that was so that was so intense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I still like I still think about what Claire looked like, and I'm like, how do you ever get over that? Like you like like secondhand murdered this girl. Yeah, and horribly because you too. didn't use. Yes, like to- like tortured. Yeah. Oh. oh my god, it was so so oh bad. Poor it Claire makes me so sick. Oh my god, I know. But I. This is when I started to love the book because of the trials, and I love a good competition in the trials. Trial one. I love the trials. Was probably my favorite with the giant worm chasing her. The the Middengard, I guess, is the name. Have you seen SpongeBob? no i mean i've seen it obviously but i don't don't know what you're okay so (laughs) so to all my spongebob fans out there when i picture this worm i picture the alaskan bullworm i have from have you (laughs) 
like picturing like this big ass worm with like a like a big old mouth and like some eyes. That is it. You I give it? the photo. That is literally the midden guard. It, did, did Sarah J. Moss just watch Spongebob one day and goes, ah, yes. Yes, this is yeah. it. <laughs> I'm putting this in. Oh, my But I think it's funny how they, like, have to be different and they spell worm, like, W-Y-R-M. Oh, I know. Yeah. The, the worm. The wormy worm. <laughs> the warrior. This is another thing that reminded Okay, we're doing all these, like, reminding of, but this reminded me of the Harry Potter scene where the snake gets blinded and uses its sense of smell and chases Harry through yeah. the sewers. Like, that is basically what this yes. is, because it's a blind worm chasing her through the trenches through the mud. Like, true. It was that is straight true. up Harry Potter scene, but I liked I liked it still. It wasn't like I was like, ugh, real original. I actually thought she did a good job, like, modifying it. I also loved how Feyre killed the worm. I reread that entire chapter She's so smart. She's a genius. That was so good. Oh, my God. It was giving me, like, Katniss vibes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah nice. from Hunger Games. She's so smart. And the way she covered herself in mud. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, And the fact that Rice bet on her. I, yes, stop. Yes. Okay, I'm not going to lie. This is when I started really liking Rice, other than his douchebag nights, because he did get her drunk all the time and make her sexy dance. That was, like, dick Ooh. moves, but also... I hate it. I love bad guys. Like, I love Loki. I love, like, anti-heroes, and he's an anti-hero in this book, and I loved it. It wasn't until the second challenge with the lever. First of all, the fact that she had to do that... And Amaranth and knew she couldn't read. I was like, who sold her out, first of all? Yeah, That's fucking snitch. shitty. Yeah, probably definitely Rice. Yeah. Um, obviously. But then the second challenge was when I was like, okay, you know what? Like, Rice is actually really trying to help her. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, that's when I was like, okay, okay. Like, and I think, oh, well, that was, that was even after he, um, he did the bond and like the bargain with her yeah which i was like honestly that too is probably pretty fucking badass girly i know like why are you so mad i know first of all she was like so pissed about it and i was like girl you would have died like if he did not heal you you could have died in the max challenge because you didn't know what it was you got a full sleeve for free and he bargained he took his two weeks down to a week and honestly what what how bad could it be to spend a week with a really fucking hot fairy? Like you're basically having two literally, men. One week with literally the most beautiful human you've ever seen. You quoted it yourself and a free tattoo. Yeah. And it, I mean, I've seen no qualms. <laughs> I've seen no issues. Also the tattoo blinked at her. <laughs> Do you remember That's that? That's right. The, yeah. Like or eye. wasn't she like, I could have, she's like, I could have swore I saw it like blink at me or something. That part would be creepy, but also like, Oh, well. Yeah. But, yeah, he saved her in that trial, that second trial. Um, and thank God for that because I was so – I was sweating because Lucian was there, right? Or whatever his name is. Lucian? How do you fucking say it? How do you say it? Lucian? I say Lucian. Okay, Lucian was there about to get stabbed to death. That is, that's fat. Okay. And that's, okay. It wasn't until under the mountain. No, it wasn't until like she 
had to leave to go home that I think I actually started liking Lucien. Mm. Like right around that time when Tamlin sent her home, but then definitely under the mountain when he came and saved her yeah. that one night or not saved her, but like healed her nose. Like I was like, okay, we love that. Yeah. Do you think this is kind of a side thing, but you think when they heal their noses, they can also get it like a nice little nose job while they do it? <laughs> like, oh, maybe. Like I kind of, I don't see why not. Like, do you think she was just like, hey, if you're going to like heal this, you mind like just make it, make it like a little, a cute, no, a little cuter. Uh, yeah. A little button. A little button button nose. Bella Hadid nose, please. Thank you. Yeah, you know, while you're at it. (laughs) I mean, it's healing anyways. I mean, I feel like probably. Honestly, yeah. No wonder they're all good looking. They can just fucking heal themselves to be, like, hotter. I deadass definitely thought Rice was evil as fuck. Making her dress and basically nothing. Painting her so it looked like, so he would know who would touch her. Making her drink, like, she can't remember anything. Making... Like, that is, like, that is pure evil, and I just hated him. Like, he also said shit, like, like you, like, basically he owns her and stuff like that. Yes, oh. And trying to throw it in Tamlin's face, and, like, I will say, or the scene where her and Tamlin sneak away and start making out, and Reese, Rice, I don't fucking whatever his name is, um, when he catches them he's like what the fuck were you guys doing tamlin was kind of a little bitch like he just listened to reese and did whatever he wanted like he straight up just stopped didn't even say anything and like i just kind of wish he was more somewhat like like i don't know more aggressive about it especially because it wasn't like amarantha herself like it was reese like just fucking say something that you're like mad or, or disappointed in this situation and stick up for Feyre but like you didn't and you just complied and walked away and then Reese made out with her forcingly to like save her from Amarantha figuring out that she was making out with Tamalyn um I'm sure he didn't mind that you know that being the issue yeah but like also Tamlin like use that time to be like Feyre it's gonna be okay Right. I'll save you instead of just like shoving your tongue down her fucking throat. Uh, that is so true because the, like, you know, the entire time he was silent. Like he would never barely even look at her, give her no right. assurance. And she's out there fucking risking her life for him every single fucking day. So but don't true. you think in that moment you'd be like favor? Like I see you. And if I react, I literally will get killed, but just know that like, I love you and I appreciate you. Like, or like, you know, like something yeah. other than like, just let's make out because I'm horny and I have the chance. Oh my God. That is so true. And of course, Feyre yeah. just into it. Like she's unbuckling his pants. She's just as horny as he is. Oh, I mean, sure. I, get it. I would also want some reassurance that like, all like I fucking just killed a worm, a gigantic worm, basically put worm. its, you know, feces on me to cover the smell and you can't at least tell me that you love me and everything's going to be okay. Right. Yeah. Like, he couldn't... Just not using his time very wisely at all. Yeah, he's kind of a little um, bitch. But I want to rewind only a little bit to the riddle oh. that Amarantha gave to Feyre, which is, mm-hmm. there are those who seek me a lifetime, but never we meet, and those I kiss but who trample me beneath ungrateful feet 
At times I seem to favor the clever and the fair, but I bless all those brave enough to dare. By large, my ministrations are soft handed and sweet, but scorned, I become a difficult beast to defeat. For though each of my strikes lands a powerful blow, when I kill, I kill slow. So that's the hardest roll of literally all time. And when I was rereading the summary, the girl who wrote the summary was like, how did you not know the answer, Feyre? Aren't you smarter than that? I'm like, the answer being love? I would never think that. Like, what the fuck is that? I definitely didn't know the answer, but I will say her first guess in her, guess in her head is so dumb. It's like the disease her mom died from. Like, Imaratha would know that and pick that. Like, I don't know. I just felt like her guesses were still really dumb, but I also didn't know the answer. Um, right. Like, this girl said, I will forever judge Feyre for not immediately knowing the answer. Like, don't even tell me that you know. Yeah. Also, like, let's remember, like, Feyre is illiterate. Like, she can't read or write. It's not like she's out there True. with the type of education we have. Of course, we can fucking solve it. Feyre... Probably doesn't even know what those fucking words are. No, half the words. That's true. (laughs) I didn't really think about that. It probably took her the three months to even process the fucking riddle. And then she finally got it at the end, as we know. But let's go back to to trial three, where she has to kill three fucking innocent people. Imaratha is a fucking bitch for this. This was horrible. That was heart-wrenching. And I thought for sure one of them was going to be one of her sisters. And I'm so thankful that it wasn't. Like, I thought for sure it was going to be one of them. If not, like, if not both of them and then, like, her like her whole family. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah, I did not even think about that. But, like, holy shit, that would have been... I thought for sure. Yeah. But just the way that, like, the first guy begs and someone in the crowd weeps... And she's like, oh my God, he has family here. Like he's begging for his life. Like they really drug it out to the point where you are just like, it's horrible. And then the second girl, she knows it's coming and she's just praying that it's quick and painless and all this stuff. And then you get to the third and it's Tamlin. I just can't believe she killed the first two people. Yeah. Like, you were down bad for Tamla that you committed murder twice in a row. <laughs> you were that down bad for him. She, hey, the whole kingdom would be set free if she succeeded, all right? The whole kingdom. True, but, like, she had her sights set on her man. Yes. 100%. She even said that. She was like, if I do this, like, I get to be with Tamla. Oh, Tammy. Tammy's dick must be good. Tammy, it must be period. Yeah, him and that beastie growl. Um, but yeah, so the growl and the prowl. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> but yeah, so she remembers some key info. Uh, true facts. At least you remember that he has a heart of stone. Yeah, and so she ended up winning because she stabbed him, knowing he wouldn't die, and. Uh, Imaratha yeah. is a fucking poor loser because Dumb she cunt. didn't follow through with the bargain and fucking killed Feyre, which I did right. not see that coming. I did not see Feyre fucking dying. Imarantha was being hella dense and was like, I never said when I'd free them. Bitch, you're mad you lost. Like, come on, you're a sore loser. Yeah, that's like some second And then, yeah, I also didn't see Feyre dying like when she saw, like, herself getting killed, like, I, through Rice's, through the bond, like, mm-hmm. I definitely thought that 
something would stop her like mid murder right that she wouldn't die but then like once she died obviously we knew like somehow you will be resurrected like you're not dead yeah and she came back as Faye which is sick because I know that is important to the rest of the series you know or else like she's just a human with all these immortal beings like she wouldn't live (laughs) true but I also like never I didn't like I didn't see it coming that she would become Faye oh like, I don't think, like, uh, like obviously when they all were, like, hovering over her, like, giving them her power. Their seeds. Like, yeah, but, like, their seeds, planting their seeds within her. Um, I didn't, I just, like, I didn't guess that that was going to happen. Yeah, that, so. that was wild. Yeah, that whole, and I mean, ever since she got under the mountain, I thought the book picked up so well. And I became like, you couldn't put it down. Like you had to know what happened trial after trial and how it was going to end. And I loved that like obsessive part of the reading. I loved how I loved two things about after trial three, Reese, like trying to save her by going after Amaratha. Um, And then Tamlin after she's dead finally kills Amaratha and I was like yes fucking go rip her throat out fuck that bitch he slayed her for real true Tammy did come through for that Mm -hmm. Tammy came through Tammy did come through and there was a I was rereading I basically reread the last three trials and Mm. as he's like fighting her it said that Lucian threw a sword and he's in his beast form and he supposedly caught the sword in a paw which also one of the podcasts that I listened to talked about this and they made a good point like how did he catch it in a paw claw like a sword like he's supposed to be like this wolfy feline thing and then so like there's some inconsistencies like that where I'm like okay yeah that was kind of ridiculous but there's so much action that like I didn't pay attention until it was mentioned in that podcast and I was like that is silly yeah, I feel like that was such, like, a minor part of the book. Yeah, but... I will not be hating. Oh, no, no never. Slander, no slander. Oh, and how did we not talk about, like, the masks? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't at all. Because they finally got to take it off. What if he... Like, what if he was ugly? Yeah, facts. I mean... Like, that's a bummer. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I just killed two innocent people for four? Gross. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> Put some ass back on. She's like, actually, I prefer you in beast mode. <laughs> You're a butterface, dude. <laughs> Do you remember when people used to use that? Yeah, term? that's awful. That's a bully. <laughs> really brutal. Yeah, it's no bullying, bullying for real people. <laughs> no bullying. But we can bully fictional characters. <laughs> we <can> bully Tamlin <laughs> sometimes. Um, no, but I did love their them being reunited. Um, you know, yeah. and and they just fucked. Oh my god, they on site. fucked on site. <laughs> oh my god, wait, I think I wrote down. I forget if this was before. I think it was before. Um, but we can say it probably happened after in their last fuck session, but. On page 247, it said that he roared as he finished. (laughs) (laughs) Like, excuse me? And she was into that. You're telling me favorite. Heard a man roar as he came. And was like, yeah, let's do that again. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, that was. I didn't even ick. think about that. That is an ick. <laughs> that is. That's a big ick. Like, don't roar in my face when you climax, please. Probably got like spit all over her. Like, it's probably really loud. Like, just not ideal. A little rar boy. That's for sure. Rar. He's a. He's giving me pick me energy for sure. Oh, are you kidding? A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. I still loved like him. Pick me boy. Still loved him. Oh sure. Oh, big Stan. Like, could not wait to find out like what was next for them after finishing this book. Yeah, hundred percent. And oh, at the end, she does say bye to Reese because she has that bargain shit going on. And at the end, um, he stumbles and is shocked and leaves us with that. And we're like, what the fuck? And I'll be honest. After ending this book, I was absolutely pissed because of all the moments they had under the mountain. I could tell Reese liked her. And I was like, he better not steal her from Tamlin because I love her and Tamlin. I love them so, so much. Oh, so Tamlin was the only one for her in my eyes. Yeah. So I was pissed with this book ending. And of course, we will not spoil the second book. But um, yeah, that was kind of how I ended. I was like, holy shit, that was a lot. And her and Tamlin better be endgame or I will not finish this series. Um, Period. Period. So basically they end up back at the spring court and their life goes back on per normal, right? Like that's just kind of how it is. They're back to normal. They're together. They're in love. Like whatever. They're having beastie sex, you know? Oh. Couldn't be And they saved the humans, right? Or no, no. Because we found out that who was threatening the humans was the king over in High High King of High Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we have to worry about that still. Um, and then I just want to go back to what the cereal said or whatever its name is. The cereal said, yeah, yeah. About um, you must stay here and you must stay with your High Lord and you'll be safe. And that's basically all he says. He gives her nothing. I saw this TikTok. You know the trend that is like the trend that's like I could have said this, I could have said this, but I said this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. that because it has answers. But then it's like, but he, I already but I said, know. <laughs> but I said you must stay with your high lord. Yep. <laughs> I I like can already picture in my mind like what that TikTok said without yes. seeing it. So, Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, send it to me. Send it if you like hearted it. Send it to me because I right. just already know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, the cereal really wasn't too much of help, but I mean, she got through by staying with um, her high lord and um, true. She did. She saved the cereal. And so I'm sure that if she ever runs into the cereal, that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, so I really You're enjoyed eternally this. Eternally grateful. Me too. And I, and I am looking forward to when we review the next one. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so far, well, I suppose I'm only like halfway through the third one, but the second one is just like, it is so good. I don't know if y'all saw what I shared on the story the other day of like, I, I forget exactly what it was, but like not thinking you could be like so obsessed with the book and then you read the second book in the series. And then it's just like, oh my freaking God, like who knew it could get any better. But then I, I talked to someone the other day that said that they were kind of disappointed in the third book. Yeah, I would say, yeah, third book is eh. 
And then, of course, the little novella one is really just kind of short, sweet. I liked it. I didn't mind it. But Silver Flames, yeah. like, I think about that book constantly. I will reread it for sure before her next one comes out. Like, it is so, so good. I just love everything about it. And I feel like in this first book, you only get a taste of Prithian and the life out there and the characters, like, in book oh. two, it expands to a mind-blowing amount where you are, like, so obsessed with the world and you get to know everyone so much better. And that just continues on and on. And you're just, like, it's so heartbreaking when the series finally ends for you because you're, like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I want to know what's going yeah. on with them than the world that they're in. <laughs> the second book, you definitely get, like, a better taste of life outside of just the spring court. Like, you get to see the night court, summer court, autumn court, mm-hmm. like, like all so that's really cool you do get to explore more of the world so if you've only read the first book like I encourage you to continue to read I don't know how you could like not right you know right like people I'm sure people listening have been like yeah I read the whole fucking series already oh yeah 100% like period so or I mean but honestly though like I could see why people could think like the first book was like maybe like a little slow and like not because it was I definitely like it took me I picked it up multiple times put it back down read a bunch of other books and then finally picked it up because I was like I just need to understand the hype of this book so if you put it down pick it back up just push through until like halfway through the book until you get under the mountain Mm -hmm. and then like it is just full speed ahead yes although if they're listening under the mountain was just spoiled for them but (laughs) yes but that if you heard this and you go, I don't want to read it, like then I don't know what's wrong. But with if you're you because if you're like Jenna and you like to read the end of the book before you even get through it, then like maybe you don't care about spoilers. Yeah, I don't. I love reading Goodreads reviews and seeing what happens. Sometimes I'll skip to when they fuck finally because I'm like, oh, I know it's oh, gonna happen, sure. and then I just skip ahead, and then I'll go back and reread what I missed. But, um. I just think there is nothing worse for me than a spoiler. Yeah. I remember someone spoiled um, that Nicholas Sparks book for me. The one um, they remade with um, Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus. The last song. The last song. Someone fucking spoiled that for me. And I was literally so mad. Like, there is nothing worse than a spoiler. However, I will say, I've been watching Love Island, and I already looked up who ends up with you. <gasps> see? See? I feel like that's different, it's different though. Because though. books take so, so long different. to, like, get through sometimes. And, like, what's the point, if you know the ending, like, to read all right. of that stuff? But, yeah. This book, I know I've said it to you. And um, I feel like it's the gateway drug to fantasy. I've gotten a couple people now hooked on it. Um, Gabby, my mom, both have read it. You, of course, now have read it. My sister has completed this series, and I have her on From Blood and Ash now. And my mom's read this from Blood and Ash and is now on Zodiac Academy. So I'm really having her go down the line. But Yeah, I I told you my, my boss, like my VP at my school like crushed the last two books and I haven't talked to her um in a couple weeks but I have a feeling she's probably done she had COVID this past week so something tells me she's probably already done with the series yeah. oh yeah but 
her and I talk about books all the time because she reads all kinds of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm reading A Court of Thorns and Roses. It's taking me a while. And she was like, oh, that kind of like puts me off. But then she must have started. Uh, and then uh, one of my students started reading A Court of Thorns and Roses as well. Because like I would come into work and like talk about it every day. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, yeah, I started reading that. I'll probably have to borrow like your second book. So I'm like, yes, of course you can. Yes. So, but I, I just love fantasy now mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm fantasy big fantasy girly but because of the reason you mentioned earlier like there's romance and then there's like action and like drama like it's not just romance 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 it's like action right. action action romance and then i keep reading low-key for the romance because right. of the slow burn oh yeah but then i just yeah i just appreciate that it's it's just more than like falling in love and like the space value shit so yeah Thank you yeah. for, I, if you guys remember, I mentioned Jenna bought me this book. Jenna bought me A Court of, of Thorns and Roses. So yeah, they really just started my my love for fantasy and I do appreciate it. And they also bought me, what did you buy me? Ooh. Zodiac, Zodiac Academy. Zodiac Academy. Oh my God, that's the one I bought you. <laughs> Jenna just wants me to be a fantasy girly. Yeah, you Literally, know. that is how I so. force my friends uh, to read the books I'm reading because as, like, as you can tell, like, books like this, it's so nice to talk to someone about it because they're so exciting and you get so just swallowed up by the story that, like, you can't shut up about it. Like, you're reading – I read so fanfic. True. I looked up fan art. Like, I just – feels like swallowed up by the series when I'm in it and so I'm like oh my god I must talk to someone so of course I buy my friends the books because I'm like read it so we can talk about it and I have to listen to the podcasts that you do you want to mention those you want to mention the yeah so if you're a huge A Court of Thorns and Roses um reader and love Sarah J Moss there are two podcasts that are like specific to A Court of Thorns and Roses and the first one is called A Court of Fairies and Fangirls that I listened to on Spotify. Cute. They go over these books like by a couple chapters at a time. So like they do chapter one through five and like deep dive into it and tear it apart. So if you're like really, really into it, that would be a great one. Um, another one is called A Court of Tattoos and Rosé. That one, um, I don't know if they do like the chapters like bits, but they obviously go, I think they like do like character talks and like just a bunch of different stuff. That was really neat. I saw just a bunch of their titles and was like, Oh, like this sounds fun. So if you're a huge nerd about it, those might be some really fun podcasts because obviously we reviewed the book, but there's so much information that could like be delved into that we just like can't do without making our entire podcast about it. So those are really good podcasts for you. But I'm really excited to discuss like the books. I think it's going to be so much fun. We like really skimmed over what this whole book was about. (laughs) Honestly. And as little as we could. So but I do I do feel like the second book like We'll have a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Oh, my God. For sure. There will be squealing in the second book discussion. If you can see Lisa and I, we are fucking unable to sit still in our seats. It's so good. Like, it's so good. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited. I get chills thinking about the second book and all the other books. 
I'm so happy that we're able to discuss this because it's been so long since I've read the books, but I just get like so nostalgic in my love for them. Like they were so comforting to me when I read them. And I think they are like some of my comfort books now, especially Silver Flames. I cannot wait till you read it. Oh my gosh. I know this is making me want to go read Of Wings and Ruin. So Yes. I think I better. All right. Well, thank you to everyone who listened. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Follow us on our social medias. Please. Please. Thank you. Please. <laughs> We're trying to make some money. <laughs> I think we have some time on that, Lise. Don't quit your day job True. yet. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look out for probably a post from us, a poll of what you want to hear next mm-hmm. but yeah it was fun yes and we love you we do love you um oh wait we gotta see your ending stay bad stay reading stay reading but don't read bad but don't read bad <laughs> books <laughs> and that is your two book daddies book daddy signing out we are officially claiming that your two book daddies signing off bye Good night, everybody. Good night, farewell. <laughs> I do. I'll, I'll be to say I do. I do. I do. To you and you and you. Goodbye.